Good morning. How is everybody today? Tamson, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to invite a thousand people here right now. (laughs) (laughs) Blasting my network. Okay, I think that's it. Bringing everybody up. All right, I have to know what you're drinking, Mako. I'm tea. I've been up early, though. so. I'm... Oh, you got up early today? Uh, let's see. I've gotten... Mm. Looks like I got about three cups of espresso in me, did a 20-mile bike ride, now having some tea. Wow. <laughs> I'm having some chai this morning. Very nice. I'm on some uh, Roy Boss. Mm-hmm. Nice. How are you, Tansen? I am well, actually. Super. Excited to be back. Yeah, we missed you. Yeah, I was still busy last week on, on vacation, so prioritization. That's, a good thing. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Where did you go on vacation again? Uh, someplace near and dear to your heart, Disney World. <laughs> Was it hot? I mean, I can it, ask that question, but I feel like it's always hot. There. It, it was. It was in the mid-90s almost every day, which is unusual. What's for May? Wow. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy hot. <laughs> Any humidity. I always joke that, like, your skin ever. is glowing at the end of it because you've just been sweating so much and have the humidity to... <laughs> so, that is definitely not the way you want to shine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The humidity wasn't that bad yet, but, the, I mean, it was it was brutally hot. Ooh, that is miserable. I hate when it's hot like that. Yeah, it can yeah, be it intense. Fun. It was fun and to be was... in the Galaxy's Edge for Star Wars Day, so that's good. Awesome. Was it actually working? Uh, okay, well, I went to the park and like everything Yeah, everything was broken. I don't know what the hell happened. Everything fell apart. 
<laughs> Kelly, where's your quality control, Kelly? Mako, maybe you just have bad luck. Were you bringing bad juju or something? What's going on? Let's just say I... Yeah, we had a... <laughs> we had a BMO moment, too, so that was kind of... <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You gotta, you gotta say that's a lot of... A lot of fun in that, and yes, I'm with you, Tamsin. I was at, I was, I was doing a Star Wars night from the other side. I was at Disneyland, so we we bookended. We hit both coasts. That's cool. Love that. Did things work there? Yeah, everything was flawless, Mako. I guess it must have just been the energy I was showing up with. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you brought your QA cloud. <laughs> we need to bring some Disney into my hospitals, man. <laughs> Good morning, Chad. Good morning, Maria. Things, things are not fun like what you guys are experiencing. It's always interesting, no matter I'm sure what any of us do in a given day. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Well, about three minutes into it. So let's go ahead and uh, get started. Uh, this is the Learning to Lead Clubhouse. And I'm Tamara White. And I'm here with Kelly White. And we're your hosts. And this is a clubhouse that we created as a forum to talk about everything leadership. That's the challenges, the achievements, and pretty much everything in between. The good, the bad, the ugly. Um, there's leaders from all levels and all industries that come in here with a broad, bringing in a broad diversity of experience and perspectives. So it's something we can all gain from this. So whether you're an entry level leader or you're a seasoned leader, uh, this is a forum where we can learn from each other and support each other as we go along our leadership journey. Um, so we've had we've had a lot of really great discussions and we have another great topic today, but a couple little bit of housekeeping pieces here is number one, we encourage you to follow our clubhouse and also others in the uh, room so that you can expand your network. And also please take a moment to share the, the room. There's a box with an arrow at the bottom of your screen and you can write a comment describing what you value about what's going on today and maybe inviting others to come join this conversation. Um, also, if you run into others, you know, throughout your walks uh, in, in leadership or in other, for, um, in other environments, invite others who might benefit from the room. This has been really beneficial. We've got a lot of positive feedback. It's been beneficial to us and to many others who listen, direct, who listen to our Substack replays or also those who join the conversation real time. Um, we welcome everyone on the stage today and those in the listening lounge. You may get an invite from me. Don't feel obligated to take it. We welcome those that just want to listen as well. There's several ways that you can communicate with us. You can either direct message us or you can also take advantage of the chat box at the bottom uh, left screen of your screen. Or also there's a kite that you can click on and you can send a message to us. Um, also, uh, you can uh, contact us through our website um, on Substack. And that's where we have a recap of all of our content. We include a lot of, um, you know, extra resources, books, uh, podcasts, uh, you know, different things that you can benefit from that you, if you want to catch up on those resources, as well as we do have replays, we record these sessions. So uh, we also encourage you to subscribe to Substack. We do also post our summaries or our recaps on LinkedIn as well. 
So today we have a great topic and I, we both want to thank you guys for taking time out of a Saturday morning to join us. Uh, this is a way of investing in yourself and also supporting everyone else in the room. So on that note, I'm going to turn it over the mic over to Kelly. Thank you for the intro. And um, I'll also kind of give a reminder. Sorry, there's things happening in my ear again. So there's an evacuation testing happening in <laughs> Glendale. So it's uh, notifying everybody in the area. So apologies for the random pause there as I was getting a, it, alarm is, in my ear. Is Disney involved? Is Disney involved? I'm just... No, it's not. It's the Glendale Fire Department wants everybody in Los Angeles to know that they're doing the test uh, to make sure they're ready for fire season. Um, but thank you, Tamara, for the, the, um, the intro there. And again, we share a lot of great content, um, you know, on all of the resources that Tamara was sharing. So keep your eye out for that. And again, if there's other folks that you think would enjoy this, um, please share it with them. I'm going to jump in. I, I will give a quick reminder for folks that are new. We only talk for an hour. This time flies by. But as Tamara said, this is really an investment in, in yourself, your growth, your development. We appreciate you taking the time to be here. Um, but we're also very cognizant of everyone's time and how valuable it is. So we will wrap um, at 1030 um, Pacific. So we will jump in. And one of the things that we love to do is a start of the conversation. And even for folks who are listening to the replay, I'm a big believer that we should always be practicing checking in with ourselves. Um, a big part of if you read anything about lots of different philosophies on you know, mindfulness and mindset, checking in with yourself is a really, really important practice. And it doesn't take a lot of time. Sometimes a lot of these practices we think need us to sit down and meditate for an hour in order to check in. It can be as easy as just one word that wraps up how your week went and keeping track of that over time to see how you were doing, how you were feeling, those peaks and valleys that we all experience. And really, again, starting to see that trend to build over time and you may expand this practice as you do it more frequently as well. So for this group, what I'm gonna ask is round table and if you wanna pass, feel free to pass, but would love to hear one word that really summarizes how your week went. And with that, I'll start with Tamson. Good morning, Kelly. <clears throat> for me, the words got to be grateful. Um, I ended up my last position on Friday, start my new one on Monday. I've learned so much from listening and participating in this group, um, both from a leadership perspective and about myself and ways to grow. And gratitude is definitely where I'm at today. That's so wonderful to hear. And I, I think it's, again, these are the really good moments of, of writing that down, capturing this moment, capturing that feeling so that you can look back on that and reflect on where you were as you go forward, um, but but love to hear that. And so happy to hear that that's your word of this week. Mako. My word of the week will be pummeled. I feel like uh, I've, uh, I had to be a little Captain America this week saying I can take this all day. I kept on getting hit in the head, knocked down. Like I had to get up, knocked down, and it's been a long week. Pummeled. I think we can all relate to having weeks like that where it just feels like one thing after the other just keeps coming. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's now safe enough that I can make Doctor Strange references, but you know, I think it's great to see that, you know, Captain America and then see that line come back in and Doctor Strange with uh, Captain Carter uh, on, I can do this all day. So glad you kept getting- Otherwise a terrible that. movie. Otherwise a terrible movie, but Captain Carter was great. She was great. Again, we could spend another time unpacking Dr. Strange. I mean, she's, I'll bring she's cut in half now, but it was still good. Spoiler alerts, everybody. Spoiler alerts. Um, 
Chad. Good morning. Uh, I, I too had one of those weeks, Miko, where it was just like, yeah. But I'm going to use sleep deprived because my, uh, my company likes to have meetings at 6.30 and 7.30 in the morning. And that ain't right. Just saying, that ain't right. No, that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> no, yeah. I've, uh, I've received many an invitation for meetings at that time that I have politely said, no, I will meet with you at a different time that is relevant for my time zone. But I understand those moments happen and it's, it's hard and hopefully you get to catch up on some sleep this weekend. Um, Rita, good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, my word for the week uh, has been unfortunately just sickness. I've been sick all week. Um, and But I wasn't here last week, but I would also mention my uh, word for the week before this one. Uh, and that was courage because I had to make a really, really um, difficult a decision related to someone in my team that I didn't want to make and I wanted someone else to make but um, I don't know so last week was courage but all things that come with courage but this week has been mostly just sickness but I'm doing better now. Well congratulations on on having the courage to make the hard decisions and do the hard work that's a really that's an important part of leadership and it's it's not the glamorous pieces and it's not the pieces that people talk about frequently but you know, kudos to you on, on pushing through that. And I hope that you uh, feel better very soon. Tamara. Uh, I, I think the word that I would uh, use for this week was inquisitiveness. Um, I kind of went back, vacillated around strategy and inquisitiveness. But uh, we're working with a consultant in, um, and, and, and I had a meeting with this person. And I tried to stay in a state of curiosity, which we've talked about quite a bit um, in terms of uh, things that they were at, that they're asking for or challenging, you know, for me to take a role on and just really kind of like trying to really um, uh, lens in on like, what is the purpose? What are we trying to accomplish to get more clarity around, um, you know, what we're trying to accomplish? And so I just tried to stay in that state of curiosity and it really served me well this week. Fantastic. It's great to hear that. And you know, I, I think that's, you know, as we talked a lot and, and, and as we get into our topic, even today, we talked a lot last week about, you know, building self-awareness and, and a lot of the things that we talk about in here are about self-awareness and understanding who we are. And I think the more that we can have that self-awareness and this moment of even reflection that we're talking about better prepares us to look at and respond to situations differently, where sometimes when, you know, consultants come in or they may ask us a lot of questions or ask us to take on different work you know, we can also go into a place of defensiveness very easily in those situations versus seeing it through a different lens, as you kind of mentioned, can really empower us to embrace that situation with a different perspective and maybe learn something along the way or see opportunity along the way that may have been hard to see otherwise. Dee, welcome. I know you just joined the room. Would you like to share your word of the week? And if you want to pass, that's okay as well. Uh, yes, I was just trying to get an insight, uh, uh, insight of what actually was being said. I'm just trying no problem at all. We'll, we're happy to, to have you on the stage. Feel free to chime in. Um, we're just doing the word of the week on how our week went last week. So you're welcome to share yours. Or again, happy to have you listen and chime in as we deep, dig into our discussion. Okay. I'm kind of comedian, but I'm a businessman. So I'm kind of a little goofy. So, oh, uh, yeah. Um, you know what? I did a, uh, I, did, I had a, a great week with, um, you know, I, I own a limo company, um, and uh, I kind of overdid it 
I overbooked and um one of the uh parents of the kids had uh uh one of my limo drivers uh parents I mean I'm sorry, one of the limo drivers daycare provider caught COVID and um I'm usually sitting at home because my 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 girl at uh right now um she's a uh overseer of uh many companies but um now I actually ask I have to do work <laughs> and um I'm not used to it I was trying to binge watch uh Ozark so um you know what you don't take business for granted um even though you're not in the paint if I should say or whatever uh you got to realize there's people that actually work for you that you do appreciate but at one at, at certain points you don't appreciate so i'm i'm not used to being in the field because i've done it so long and now i'm thinking i'm 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 32 so i was thinking i was going to sit on my uh you know on my ass and watch some movies and now i i can't because that lady uh you know what? I'm just making no sense. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you're all good, D. I think we get what you're saying. So appreciate you joining us. And I'm gonna jump into the conversation since we only talk for about an hour. So we're gonna we're gonna dive in, but we're super happy to have you and thank you for joining the stage. And hey, thank Kelly, you, Parth, for joining as well. Hey Kelly, yeah. real quick, uh, let's just give Parth an offer opportunity. Did Parth, did you wanna did you wanna share your word of the week? Oh, hold on, hold on. I missed the cutoff, King. I'm sorry. Oh, the word of the week, money. <laughs> that's a good that's word, Dee. That's I a great word, it. yeah, Dee. Thank you. And Parth, I don't know if you wanted to add anything either. I know you joined the stage, and we appreciate you being up here. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, I I hope that uh, you uh, you're enjoying your weekend. Uh, uh, you're enjoying your weekend, actually. I'm, Actually, I'm grateful to join uh, join this room, and uh, Chad, uh, Chad suggests me to join the clubhouse, and uh, uh, and and because of that, I'm joining, and I'm enjoying. I meet a new people here, and make a good friends here, and I got uh, so much. No, uh, I met I met uh, the knowledgeable people, uh, belong to the different industries, and I get uh, more knowledge uh, by uh, meet, uh, by meeting with them. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, Parth. It's a little hard to hear you, but we're gonna we're gonna move on to the conversation. But happy to have you on the stage. Um, if you wouldn't mind muting, I think you're just. It sounds like you have some traffic behind you, and we're gonna jump yeah, in. Actually, so, yeah, actually, I'm outside, so uh, there is a noise of traffic uh, uh, surrounding my uh, surrounding. Uh, so that's why. No problem. If you wouldn't mind muting, we're gonna jump in, and we're we'll welcome you into the conversation. So I'm going to transition as quickly in. I always appreciate everyone taking the time to join us and, and share how your week is going. And it's always wonderful to have new folks join us as well. Um, one of the things that I really want to do, and, and as you we were talking about, you know, where we started this conversation, this is kind of part of a series that we've been digging into as we think about this idea of, you know, seeds of success. What does success mean? How do we define that? And and this is something that you know we've really been focusing on on the personal work. So we as leaders focusing first on ourselves and really understanding what success means to us. And then as we kind of you know in the future you know look back out to our teams and the people around us, how we can impact them. 
But today's topic is really about this idea of realizing potential. And again, this is part of a series that we've been doing. First, we started talking about overarching, defining success, understanding what that means for us. And then we started to really break down the practices of really thinking about this concept of success that's grounded in values and ultimately connected to this idea of value-based leadership. So as we've been continuing on our series, last week we talked about building awareness, this idea of examining our values and our style, our beliefs, our strengths, our weaknesses, welcoming feedback. Today, we're going to be talking about realizing your potential, discovering purpose, developing your best self, and pursuing ideal environments. In following weeks, we will hit on developing relationships, taking action, and practicing reflection. So I'm really excited. These are really important topics, and I think I learn every week when we go through these topics. I learn more about myself, how I can show up in the world, what success means to me, and better understand who I am today and how I've changed over time. Life experience shapes us. But before I talk about, you know, realizing potential, you know, Tamara and I really thought about, in addition to like, we always do this word of the week concept, this is one that you'll just do on your own. But, you know, if you take this moment of considering, um, considering kind of where you are, and again, you use whatever lens you want, you can use, you know, your personal life, you can use your work life with your job, you can think about it all of it collectively, really reflect on your life today, and think about it on a scale of one to 10. And just write that number down and think about one. One is everything's terrible. Nothing could get worse. You know, life sucks. Everything's horrible. 10 is ideal state. Everything is amazing. You're happy. You're fulfilled. Everything is awesome, right? And think about where you are on that scale. And again, use whatever lens resonates with you at this moment and write that number down and keep it in front of you. And, and as we go through this conversation, Think about that number and kind of keep looking at that number and see, does it change? Does it shift based on as you understand more from this conversation, as you reflect more on your potential and who you are and what's important to you? And then at the end, you know, look back at it and see kind of what, what you understand and, and learn and see about where you rank and scale yourself as you think about the opening of this conversation. I will pause. Tamara, anything you want to add on this topic of kind of the scale and rankings? I know this was a part we talked a lot about as well. Yeah, I would just say that when you when you write that number down, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a four. And um, I would also say to, to think about where do you want to be? I mean, like tens, like serendipity, like everything's as great as it can can be. I've I'm, I'm in my dream life. I might as well die now because there's nothing else to achieve. Right. Think about where you want to go. If you're like a four, maybe you want to get to an eight. And as you go through this conversation, this is where you can get the insights about how to get to that eight. That's that's pretty much all I have to add. I'm turn back over to Kelly. Thank you. Yeah. So just take a minute. I'll pause for a second here. Write down your number. You don't have to think about it a lot. You know, sometimes the best things that we can do is just do a quick, you know, what's the first number that comes to mind? Don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it. And as we go through this conversation, again, just, just keep that number top of mind. So as we jump in, I'm going to start to kick us into our, our conversation. And as we think about, again, this, this, the importance of this exercise and kind of what we're doing and why, you know, I know that I show up for this every Saturday is this idea that, you know, we really have to invest in ourselves and we have to know as leaders where we are going, who we want to become and what impact we want to have in the future for a really ultimately for our leadership journey. And this is really grounded in first understanding who we are. And again, as we spent last week, and I'll share in our resources, the recap, you know, kind of replay of the conversation last week on building awareness, 
because that's really about us understanding ourselves more clearly and those inputs that we can seek to help us better understand ourselves. But as we think about realizing potential, you know, realizing potential is this idea that we really can understand not only who we are today, but who we want to become and who we want to be in the future. And so as we think about this, you know, this idea of, you know, realizing potential, we're going to go through in this conversation today, four primary areas as a part of this, you know, and give kind of some tools and we'll have some discussion around four areas, be it discovering purpose. How do you do that? What does that actually mean? It's a very popular conversation across a lot of different channels today. I see a lot of books and social media. Um, how do you make an impact? Developing your best self and pursuing those ideal environments. So first, as we jump into discovering our purpose as the first kind of area of exploration on this idea of understanding and realizing potential, it's like, I think this is a really can be a very overwhelming one. I think often, you know, people can be um, sometimes create a lot of anxiety of what is your purpose? If you don't know your purpose, are you aimless? Are you not successful if you don't have a defined purpose? Do you have one purpose or is it multiple? Is the questions like, why are we here? You know, what is our reason for existing? These are big questions that can really sometimes be very daunting. But it's really also important because it's so integrated with values. So when we think about purpose, it's really about helping you navigate your life. It's the understanding of when you get knocked down, why you get back up, what makes you keep going, what is your reason for being, what motivates you, right? These are all the things that are tied in with purpose. And what I love about purpose as well, and we've talked about this in the past, is the things that give you purpose in life are very frequently the things that also energize you. The things that you find when you feel tired or depleted, once you start to do whatever that is, it starts to re-energize you again and you feel like you can keep going. It's something that, again, as you ponder, you know, what is it that, you know, you think about your life, you think about your relationships, the work that you do, the impact you have also outside of work is really important to consider. So when I think about purpose as a first starting point, a lot of this is really making sure that we're not only taking a look at our why, our why for whatever we do, how we spend our time, how we show up, what motivates us, what energizes us, and making sure that we are looking at that lens, not only about the work that we do and the job that we have or the role that we have, but all of the other factors of life, right? Your personal life, your hobbies, the things you like to do, the your relationships that you have with your family, your friends, what excites you? What do you dream about? What goals do you have? Vacations you want to take? Whatever it is, books you want to read. So if this is a really important point, And I think knowing that purpose is not a one-time exercise. I fundamentally believe that purpose evolves and changes as we have life experiences, as a lot of this definition of success changes as we have experiences. So I want to pause. This is a big, meaty topic. I would love to know for the group, when you think about purpose, what is your relationship with this idea, with this concept? How have you thought about it? Um, what is your reaction to it? And have you had a positive reaction to this idea of trying to define your purpose? Or has it been something that has been, you know, negative or overwhelming or sometimes in stress inducing? So I'll pause. I, I threw a lot of information out there, but love to open it to the floor. You know, your relationship and how you think about defining purpose for yourself. I, I'd say that uh, I've always 
sort of had a, a, an image in my head of like where where I want to be and what I want to be doing and who I want to be interacting with and and that sort of, of thing. And so, and it's been ongoing. I mean, I've, I've not been a person who's like written it down somewhere or, or whatnot. It's just, there's just been a constant thought process of this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is the impact I want to be making. And, and as I get closer and closer to that, it, it makes me happier and happier all the time. So at least for me. Yeah, yeah. That res- as I say, that resonates with me too, Chad. I feel the same way. There's sort of like this, uh, this quiet voice inside of you that's sort of like, or again, your North Star, right? What resonates, what makes you, as Kelly said, feel energized, feel, you know, like you're in alignment, like everything, all the stars are aligned. It just feels right. Um, but again, I think part of it, the real work is really becoming conscious of it and really doing the work, the heavy lifting to really think about it, to invest in it every day. And I know for me, um, I think part of it also, and I, I make all, if this, this will resonate with you too, because I think we're kind of in the same mindset oftentimes, is just that as we get older, we get more in tune with who we really are. Sometimes, you know, life moves so fast, you know, in, in, in the work environment and as leaders, there's so many demands on us that we just don't have time to pay attention to that small voice. And but as we get as we start to grow old, get older or to just become more conscious of it and to do the work, you know, then then that starts to become more um, it, it becomes more real to us and more desirable to us, or at least for me, more desirable to me to try to then align myself with what like you say, the people I surround myself with, where I spend my time and, um, and then, and then, and then seeking more of it. So for me, it's, uh, I do a lot of like, I try to make a commitment to every day, making some investment in, in, in what I want to accomplish or what I value. So that, that may be, you know, I've talked about this before that may be listening to podcasts that may be listening to, you know, other clubhouses, which are very beneficial because they're like-minded people. You're listening to other people talk about the things that you're interested in. Um, that may be reading books. That may be lots of different um, things that I do, but I, I write a lot. I try to write a lot. So I'm getting my thoughts out and I'm starting to focus and get more clarity around what I want. Uh, but those are the investments that I that I find are beneficial to me. And I think it's beneficial to anybody because until you make those investments and you make that commitment to yourself, it, it, it it's a lot of work and, and you won't you, you'll get there faster if you just take the time to make the investment. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think, you know, it's important to know that if that it is an investment, you know, to echo both. And I think, you know, both what Tamara, you were just saying, and I think back to what you were saying, Chad, it's like sometimes it's it's even just those those moments of of you know this is the this is where I want to go and I think being true to ourselves of what our goal is and and sometimes it's about making sure that that is a goal that is and that purpose right of what we're trying to attain is really aligned with what we want versus what we think we should want right or what we're being told we should want or expectations others may have for what we should be doing and I think you know purpose at the core is like a lot of the things we're talking about here it is personal. It is an exercise that is about us, you know, taking the time to check in with ourselves and, and really care about what we're doing. And no one else can give us the answer. No one else can tell us what our purpose is. You know, they can, as we talked about last week, they can give us feedback. We can understand our strengths and weaknesses. We can understand kind of what energizes us, what motivates us, what fuels us, what excites us. 
but no one else is going to be able to tell you that you're, this is your purpose. And I think there's a, there's a lot that to be said for really challenging ourselves to kind of stay true to that, that personal inner validation that we, that we need to kind of do the work on versus seeking the external validation. Any other thoughts on purpose and this concept of purpose and how you've responded and otherwise I'll move on to making an impact. I, w I was just going to say, you know, when you're younger, like, you know, and I, I have, I have a kid graduating high school pretty soon. Like they kind of infuse the things that are important that they kind of, you know, learn from their parents or they learn from the things that are around them. But then like part of the discovery and the journey is just, you know, you figure out half that stuff actually isn't that important. <laughs> like it's just, you know, there's, you, you know, it, for everyone else, for everyone is going to be unique and individual, right. About what's, what the important things are. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, when you're starting out in a career, starting out you know fresh out of school whatever like you just sort of have you've been fed expectations by you know your surroundings and you learn yeah it's so yeah. important we were just talking about that actually this morning Mako, which is like <laughs> yeah. you know goals that you might have right when you're when you're graduating high school and a lot of your goals and your purpose may be around you know going to a, a school and getting a specific degree or working at a specific company or you know getting a you know, getting your first job and making a certain amount of money, right? Your, your motivating factors are very different, but I think really important point you hit on. And, and this is something that, you know, I mean, my hope and the dream is that we can always kind of invest in, invest in kind of our future leaders and kids and people around us to kind of start to think about this stuff sooner. But I understand there are so many different systems around, you know, kids, as you mentioned, like just the expectations as a kid is going through school and graduating and, what they're being told they need to be doing and striving for, you know, there's multiple different, you know, inputs that are being fed to them. We all over time and a lot of our conversations here are around breaking down those expectations that have been fed to us. And I think that's what the core ends up becoming. You know, I, I, I read a great quote this week is just becoming smart is a matter of discovering the number of ways that you were stupid. So I like, Oh, that. I love that. That is such a good quote. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's absolutely uh, 100% true, which is just like, you have to look back and say, you know, why did I think that? Or what was I, what was I doing back then? But that all comes back to right, like this conversation and then what we're doing here, which is starting to do the work to see that, right? To see where you were stupid in the past, which I love, you know, but also even that whole moment of like, be brave enough to suck at something new again. Right. And like that, that all takes what even in Rita, I go back to your word of the week, right. That, that takes courage quite frequently. That takes us being brave enough to, you know, face ourselves quite frequently. Um, I'm going to move us on to, to making an impact, but you know, if anybody has an epiphany on purpose, I'm more than happy to come back to that as well. So as we think about this second piece of, of realizing potential is, you know, understanding that in addition to looking at purpose, we can also look at, you know, as very related to purpose is the impact you have on others. You know, is what you're doing inspiring, motivating, or building others' confidence? Are you coaching or mentoring others? Are you supporting and lifting others up? And the way that we show up in the world, and this, you know, a lot of these are very interconnected with our, our own integrity and who we are, and it's all grounded in values and beliefs and how we show up is, you know, really being intentional about our actions. And so as we are understanding who we are, is always challenging ourselves as the way that we are showing up and interacting with others in alignment with who we truly are or who we truly want to be. 
And this is a hard one because sometimes if we think about even last week's conversation, when we talk about, you know, weaknesses potentially or feedback, we know that sometimes we might receive feedback that's not positive or it may require us to look at ourselves differently based on how others are perceiving us. And that's very much also related to this making an impact. But the more that we can make sure that we are understanding kind of who we are and what we're doing can unlock this huge opportunity for us to have a positive impact. And, you know, it was interesting. I was having a conversation actually with Tamara this morning about this and an experience that I had last week and very normal in business, you know, kind of working with another, you know, team member and we were preparing for a, a meeting and, you know, there was a, a lot of prep that was going in and, and, and my team and I kind of felt very much this emotional reaction to some of the content of like, oh, is this positive or is this really reflecting us the way we want to be reflected? And I could have absolutely, you know, in that moment, you know, responded very defensively and, and really pushed back and rejected a lot of what was going on and been very argumentative with my team and my team, you know, different partners I was working with. But in the moment I stepped back and actually chose to have a much more constructive conversation to work together to actually make a, a you know, a, 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 the prepare for that meeting collectively so that we both felt happy with the outcome. And the meeting actually went really well. And I think we all felt good about the outcome. We all felt like we were actually able to show up authentically and be represented well in that conversation. And it allowed me to have a coaching moment with other folks on the team that I was working with to kind of work through how to, how to prepare for this meeting in a way that was gonna, again, be constructive. And I felt at the end of it that not only did I have a moment of learning myself about step back and remove the emotional defensive reactions that can come in very easily, and also have an opportunity to work with this other individual to help them see that there might be a different way to talk about our content without it being something that that can feel finger pointing or blaming. And so it was a moment of me understanding that I can actually have an impact pretty profoundly, even in those small moments of how I'm showing up and how I'm leading even across different teams and how that is in alignment with what I see from an integrity perspective and what I see as important for myself. So that was kind of one you know, moment that I had, you know, as I was thinking about a challenge that I had last week, but ended up working out really well. And it was all about how I responded to the in-situation and the impact that I had on others, you know, in the way that I responded to that situation. So when I think about, you know, this idea of impact, as I'm going to open it to the floor, I would love again to hear from the group, you know, when you think about impact, different situations that you have, you know, how have you thought about this and how have you, you know, had a relationship with this idea of what your impact has been? Um, and maybe even again, I brought up an example where, you know, I was able to have a positive impact, you know, are there examples that you have of the impact that you've had from others and how you, how you've learned for this? And as we, as you think about that, I'll leave you with kind of these, these couple, you know, three areas or, or, you know, kind of concepts to think about is, you know, many of us are hungry for meaningful work and a meaningful life. We have the opportunity to infuse whatever we are doing with meaning and purpose. And it is a choice to live and work on purpose with purpose. So all these ideas are very much connected to how we show up and how we, how we choose to show up and react to situations. So I'll pause there. Um, any thoughts or things you want to add on this idea of, of impact and your relationship to this concept? Okay, I'm going to just jump in. Um, so, you know, when I think about impact, you know, um, 
it, you know, when I was a younger leader, you know, a, a more entry level leader, you know, I remember just, you know, the demands of work and just, you know, the, 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 the drive to achieve and prove, prove myself and to get the work done, you know, very driven, very tunnel vision focused, you know, just going from one thing to the other. And it was one day that I had this sort of realization that, you know, people would stop me or try to stop me in the hallway as I'm walking from one meeting to the the next and, you know, try to, to get my attention to maybe talk to me. And I would typically just breeze on by might say hello and be friendly, but I didn't stop and really talk to them. But it was when I made an intentional decision to stop and to realize the impact I was having. Number one, I didn't really, I wasn't taking the time to get to really know people, know who they were. And 99% of the time, I've always found myself to be 100% wrong when I make a judgment about somebody by simply knowing them superficially. And there, and I found that there's a great value in getting, first of all, getting to know people. But as time went on, and I made the time to really stop and, and to get to know people and slow down, and not just be so focused on getting the work done, running to the next meeting, trying to achieve, achieve, achieve. That's where I started to make a bigger impact by, because what was important to me from an impact perspective was, and for others is, is that I want to help people grow. I want people, I, I want to see people be successful. I want to be able to see them transform into the best version or to the best life that they want. That's the stuff that, that, you know, puts fire in my belly, I always say, or floats my boat. Um, that's my North Star. And so I've, I've really invested in that, I would say, over the past uh, 10 plus years, probably 15 year plus years. And, um, and you know, I've kind of had some interesting realizations. I, I take it for granted what I do. I just, I just do it because it's what I feel driven to do and it's the impact I want to have. But, you know, I'm slowly getting, you know, a lot more feedback from people about, my impact. For example, I'm, I'm probably going to be retiring pretty soon. I don't have much longer to work. And I was sitting with my team this weekend. Um, you know, I was looking over at one of my team members, I think could be a, p- a potential six, a person to take over my role and, and mentioned that to the first thing that the response was, uh, you know, you're no, you're not leaving because they, you know, they, they have, and I just kind of take for granted that, you know, that, they're probably looking forward to me leaving one day, right? But it's it's when you realize that that impact that you have, that you feel like you're fine, that you're really in alignment with your values, you're in alignment with what your North Star is. And, and I had another experience this week that I wanted to share, which is kind of like caught me a little off guard too, is I, I've been talking to... Um, to a, I have a recruiter that's representing me for a potential other job. You know, I, I don't know what the outcome of that'll be, but you know, she said to me, you know, Tamara, you're a unicorn. You know, people like you don't come along every day with your experience and your knowledge and your leadership experience, etc. And I thought to myself, I never considered myself a unicorn, uh, and and it was such a compliment. But you know, you, uh, you take for granted sometimes the impact you really have both on paper and in person. And I'm rattling on way too much. So I'm going to stop and pause and turn the mic back over so others can share. Thank you. Yeah, I love everything you said, Tamara. And I think there's a lot, a lot of great, um, great insights in there. Um, and before I move on or, or share my thoughts additionally, Marina, did you want to add something as well? I'm happy to, to give you the mic as well. Yeah, uh, I think this forum had an impact on me so many times, and uh, I have been listening in, you know, uh, keenly on about all the topics that we have been dis- discussing so far, 
and uh, the week before last week, I think um, when I had to take a decision, I remember some of the things that Tamara had said so many times. Uh, and that's what led me to act in a courageous way. Um, but I also feel like another thing that helped me was also thinking about the impact because it was supposed to impact one person. And I felt that it's it constitutes a differentiating between uh, the reputation of the person versus the character of the person. Um, even if, and that applies to even those who have a great reputation of, hey, that person, if you throw anything at him, he'll work on everything. And, you know, he's the solver of a uh, hundred issues per, per week uh, compared to anyone else. And, you know, so I felt like distinguishing between those two things was very important. And that was, for me, um, that helped me make that decision, like distinguishing between, okay, what's the reputation, what people think of that person versus uh, the character, which is um, what the person uh, or how the real, like the what's the real person. And I think that for, for determining um, the real person is obviously, you know, getting to know that person, like Tamara mentioned. And I think that's also including so many aspects like what they do when no one is seeing what they how they how they work with others when no one is seeing i think that was for me very important and uh i've like i went through that whole journey myself and i felt like two weeks ago it was like an impact i had on someone else but um i think it was it was the right decision like i am a hundred percent sure on that yeah, thank you for sharing that. And again, I, I think what I what I'm hearing, you know, quite frequently from, from both is, you know, both, you know, Marina, what you shared a lot. And I think, Tam, what you hit on quite frequently is, you know, a lot of times, number one, you know, our, our impact, we are not always aware of the impact that we have. And I think as we as we really pay attention to that, as we think about continuing to, to practice self-awareness, right, is, you know, number one, you know, paying that respect to others. Um, but also making sure that we can have we can have both a negative and a positive impact on others. So the more that we can be aware of how we're showing up and why, how we're responding and why, the better prepared we can be to make sure that we're not jumping to conclusions or that we're not having, you know, rash, you know, reactions to different things. Or I think, you know, often about a very, very common kind of quote that I've seen frequently, and I think it's originally credited to Edith Piaf, but she, what she says is when you reach the top, you should remember to send the elevator back down to the others. And, you know, again, as I was thinking about this topic is uh, as, as, I, as I've reached you know, certain points in my career as well, a lot more of my time is spent working with others in a mentorship capacity, in a coaching capacity, in a teaching capacity. And I think it's really important no matter where you are in your leadership journey, you know, it's never too late to start and to start to think about not only again, being more conscious of the impact that you can have on others, you know, learning to see yourself, you know, as others do, as Tamara mentioned, you know, these ideas of, you know, being surprised by the compliments you might receive, you know, how can you better understand your strengths and really understand how you, how you do impact others so you can see that strength in yourself, but then also how do you teach the others around you and continue to, again, to send that elevator back down um, and help others learn from the experiences that you've had. I'm going to move us on to the next topic because we're actually almost out of time. We have 15 minutes left. So um, I'm going to actually move us on to, actually, I'm going to read a quote first because I love this quote and I'll forget if I don't read it now. Um, 
But when we think about impact and we think about what's important to us and we think about purpose, I absolutely love this quote that Tamara found for, for the, the materials today, which is by Guy Klumpner. Um, and when you think about what's important in life, the quote is, no one ever gets to his deathbed and says, please bring me all my stuff so I can see it one more time before I go. So again, it's always those moments and sometimes with humor to remember what really matters. And that sometimes really is much more about the purpose that can be much more grounded in the things that we do, but very interconnected to the impact that we have on others. So we have two more topics. I'm going to try to kind of dig us through here really quickly in our I, remaining I, time. I heard, another good I, I, was say, I heard another good quote this week with uh, on a similar vein to that. Please share. Um, where was it? I got to find it. Oh, yeah. At my funeral, take the bouquet off my coffin and throw it into the crowd and see who's next. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, too. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. You started a new, a new tradition that no one will want to participate in. Um, okay. So we have two more areas that I want to make sure that we, we hit on uh, before we wrap today. And so we have this idea. And then the last two items will be, you know, this idea of, of, De developing our best self and pursuing ideal environments. So as we think about developing your best self, it's very connected with everything we just already have hit on, right? You can see these topics are not, these are not linear topics and, and going and understanding who you are and understanding your definition of success. It's not a linear step-by-step -step process. This is really about examination, exploration, um, and embracing the learning along the way. So as we think about developing best self, what does this look like? You know, when you understand your purpose and you consider how you have an impact on others, you can then start to, you know, see what your limits are. How do you surpass them? How do you move beyond them? How do you understand and define the best version of yourself? There is no right way to be. No one, again, back to what I said earlier, no one can answer this question for you. You know, who, who do you strive to be? What is the best version of you? Think about that, that scale at the beginning of this conversation. We said one to 10. Where are you? Think about that, especially now. There is no perfect personality or set of values or skills. Really, what does that mean to you? What are the things that you strive to be? You know, what is naturally motivational to you? How do you build on the things that are already intrinsically within you that bring you joy, re-energize you, motivate you? Think about intuition and integrity. Think about the things that naturally kind of, as you think about what guides you, but also how you want to show up in the world to be in alignment with what integrity is for you, because the world will challenge your integrity and it will ask you to do things that may be in conflict and you have to be courageous enough and brave enough to stand up for what is really important to you. And also considering fears, fears can be a very powerful motivator. As we've talked about several times in these, in this clubhouse about when you're making a, a decision based on fear, is it actually protecting you or is it holding you back? Is it telling you something that is not true um, out, of a, out of a guise of safety and security that's actually robbing you of opportunity or showing up as that best version of yourself? And there's a couple of ways that I want to, before I open the floor, and I, I will again on this idea of developing your best self to hear everyone's thoughts, you know, there's a couple of things that I think you can do. And, and you know, Tamara kind of laid this out, which was great in the, in the prep for this, which is really if you think about it from a two-step process. First, Describe the person you really want to become. And this is a fun exercise. Have a lot of fun with it. Think about this idea of, you know, craft the, the best version of yourself and take inspiration from people that you admire, you know, people that you know, people that you work with, you know, anybody, public figures, celebrities, whatever it is, and start to think about how do they behave? What skills or competencies do they have? How do they impact others? 
what would other people say about this person? Um, and this could be a role as well. This could be a title. This could be um, a personal life role, right? I want to be a great parent. I want to be a great friend. I want to be a great husband or wife, whatever that is. So the second step then, once you kind of write this down and, and craft this, this person, this best version person that you, you strive to become, now understand who they really are and who you really are in conjunction to that. You know, how do you see yourself in conjunction with that best version of that person that you might strive to be or that title you strive to be? And start to now connect what we just did last week on those strengths, those weaknesses, where there's alignment, where there's lack of alignment. And I think this even goes back to, and it kind of thinks about what, what Chad was talking about. Like, this might be something that you always kind of think about, right? And this, this version may change over time, right? It may become something slightly different, but it's something you can always keep in your mind as a, as a potential goal, as a, as a goalpost, but something to ground yourself on this idea of developing your best self. And, and again, this is not for someone else. It's about, you know, really understanding yourself and, and understanding that this is hard work, that your brain is likely going to want to keep you safe and comfortable, right? When we think about fear as a motivator, right? This is about safety and change does not feel safe. Um, but when we start to really ask ourselves, who do we want to be? What is the best version of ourselves that we are striving for? It may challenge us to make changes for ourselves. It may challenge us to ask ourselves, where do we need to grow or change? What are the horizontal skills when you think about mastering a job or just technical skills or job duties? What does that look like? When you think about vertical skills that are psychological in nature of you know, coping with ambiguity or being able to develop empathy, there's a lot that goes into this. And I know I'm rushing through to some extent to make sure we end on time, but I think it's a great way for us to just start with that first exercise of draft that best version of yourself and take all sorts of inspiration and craft what that person looks like. What does their life look like? How do they spend their time? How much money do they make? What's their title? You know, where do they live? And really look at all these different factors that can really help you better understand what your version of your best self can look like. So I'll pause there. We'd love to hear any kind of reactions or thoughts around this idea of developing your best self. And if you've done anything that's been incredibly, you know, impactful or, or powerful as you've thought about this, if you've spent time on this concept. Is it okay if I take the mic? This is Tim speaking. Yes, please go for it. So I'm actually procrastinating right now on my podcast about potential being in this room about potential. So this is great. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Thank you. And yeah, so this is what I call your ideal future self and your ideal future life. And I think what's important to consider once you've mapped this out is that you're not, not that person. You're just not that person at level 100. That's what I like to call it. You're not the max version of that. So what I think is cool is if you can kind of get an idea, I think you kind of said this, of where you are. Like how far are you to being that ideal person? How far are you to being that, um, having that ideal life? And then you can kind of, it kind of makes it less, um, I don't know, it kind of makes it more easy to do to do for me. If you know where you stand, then you know what kind of lays in the middle between where you are now and your 100 level version then it kind of makes it easier just to make progress, I think. And I don't know. That's just kind of what I was thinking about it because sometimes we feel like we want to be a certain way or we want our lives to be a certain way. And we feel like, oh, I could never be like Tony Robbins or I could never be 
like uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I never have my own company like that. But if you realize, what do I have that's already like Mark Zuckerberg, that's already like Tony Robbins, and how can I improve? Then it makes it easier to start taking those steps. So thank you so much. That was just my two cents in that particular uh, question. Thank you, Tim. Well said. I think a really great way of, of framing it and articulating you know, because there is a lot when we when we draft out this, you know, perfect version of ourselves or our best self, right? And and it may be influenced by like a Tony Robbins. There are a lot of ways that we already are, you know, um, operating at the level that that person is. And so I think this moment, I am a big believer in a gratitude practice. It's really this is not an exercise that should be about beating yourself up about all the things you haven't done. In addition to as we talked about last week, it's not only about where you are and understanding that is really important, but understanding how far you also have come really see your strengths as well as your weaknesses it's not about over indexing on one or the other and i love this quote from greg mccain which says you either deal with your stuff or you suffer the consequences i've known people who are negative blame everybody for their problems and have never really grown even though it's hard work growth seems like a better path so it's all about how we choose to move forward and and really embrace the opportunity in these exercises and the opportunity to be better, the opportunity to grow more, the opportunity to have more, to be more, to have a greater impact on others, that's the opportunity. So embrace the challenge in it, but know that it's actually, embrace it with an, an, an idea of opportunity, optimism, and excitement. In our last five minutes, I wanna introduce the last, um, the last concept for today, which is this idea of pursuing ideal environments. So as we think about all of these different concepts that we've talked about today for realizing your potential, sometimes it's also very much about evaluating the environments around you that are the best and most conducive for your growth. And this is also another really important time to really check in. You know, when we really look at ourselves and we look at our purpose, we look at our motivators, we look at that, that one to 10 scale that we started today with, right? If you think about where you are on a one to scale with one to 10 scale, one being terrible, life is horrible to 10 being ideal state, you're doing fantastic. Everything is amazing in your life. This is a really important one to check in now on what is helping you actually grow. What is actually helping you? What is holding you back? And this is where we have to do the hard work of looking in and checking in with ourselves. Is our job helping us or holding us back? Is it creating safety for us and, and supporting us in some ways? But there's a lot of negativity there. Are we being held back in some way? Are we feeling like we're spending a lot of our time doing something that we don't enjoy that is depleting or toxic maybe? You know, is it time to change? It, you know, do we have people that we spend our time with that are not helping us grow? They're not like-minded. They're not lifting us up. Maybe they're ultra negative. That's a really important, you know, do a check-in with the five people you spend the most time with. What does that look like? And how do you think about what changes you can make? Because all of these factors feed into all the things that we're talking about, what you're surrounding yourself with, what the environments are that you are in both physically and mentally have a great impact on ultimately getting to that best self version of yourself. So if you're at a four, for example, as Tamara said, and you want to be at an eight, you have to look at your environment. You have to look at what you're surrounding yourself in and is it helping you grow or is it holding you back? And what are the changes that you might need to make in your life to better align with the goals that you have, with the life that you wanna have? So you can ask yourself questions or, or do different things like just check in with your emotions. How are you feeling? But also look at your environment. Does it, does it fit you? Does it bring out the best version of yourself? Do you have the greatest impact as we talk about that? And does it align with your values and your purpose? 
And it's really about making these choices that help us reach our potential. These are the choices that might be the hardest that we ever have to make. It is not easy to change habits that we developed over time. It's not easy to exit environments that may no longer be serving us. It's not easy to change relationships that may not be serving us. That takes hard work and it sometimes can be very uncomfortable, but it's really what allows us to unlock this idea of potential and to reach that actual potential. And again, it's all very interconnected and it's not a one-time passing exercise that we go through. It's something that we continuously check in on ourselves and check in with what we need in different points. And we've talked it many times and I'll, I'll share it in our recap that'll again, reminder will be posted on LinkedIn, but we will, you know, we talk a lot about your personal board of directors and these are the people that you can go to, that you can talk to and they often should have, you know, diverse perspectives. They should come from diverse backgrounds. This might be, you know, close friends. It might be family members. It might be colleagues. It might be people that you meet that you resonated with. But who are your sounding boards? Who challenge you and hold you accountable? If you have this idea of your best version of yourself and you have goals, who are the people that are going to help you reach those goals and challenge you to stay true to what it is that you are striving to have? For your purpose and again staying true to those values and that integrity so i'll pause there we only have two minutes left i would love to hear if anybody has you know any thoughts or anything they want to share in relation to this idea of ideal environments that you've experienced maybe or how you've had to change environments to really reach your best self or to really better support your potential for growth and success i i want to say one quick thing on this as we are talking about the the numbers and things i think that like on a scale of one to 10, where you think about 10 being like, it can't be better, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I, I, I would argue that it may be a good idea to have a shift a little bit in that scale and think of it kind of like trying to get an A on, the, on, a, on a math test from way back in the day, where you can get a few wrong, but you're still kind of in that, that band of where you wanna be. And I think that as it relates to, to this kind of uh, scale, I would, I would argue, I mean, it's, it's great to, to try to, to, to reach for the stars, but give yourself that, that wiggle room as well to be like, things don't have to be perfect to be the, in air quotes, 10. They can be extremely good, or you can be, you know, very much in your zone, even if you might hit a pothole here or there. And, and don't don't necessarily think like, well, I will never get to that, that, that 10 state, if you will. So just wanted to add that. Yeah, so well said. And I think it's a really important point, even when we think about these check-ins with ourselves, right? We think about our growth and our purpose and, and all of these different factors we've talked about today. You know, the, the goal is actually, and I agree with you, Chad, it's, it's not to just reach some elusive 10, you know, but I think also it's understanding that you can actually move across a scale throughout your days, throughout your weeks, throughout your months, throughout your years, where you might reach a moment where you are, you know, everything is great. Maybe you achieved some great milestone that you've been seeking and you feel like, oh, I'm at a nine or a 10 now. This is amazing. That doesn't mean you're going to stay there. And I don't think the goal is to stay there. You know, part of life is really about experiencing life and being, again, I, I'm going to go back to Marita. Thank you for bringing up this idea of, of courage. It's being courageous enough to sometimes embrace things that will be scary, that will feel risky for our growth, 
that may set us back and may feel like a pothole. And we might experience things that challenge us that that make us grow in ways that are uncomfortable, that might feel like a four, right, on the scale. But it's all about those opportunities to learn more about ourselves, to better understand who we are, to really start to realize all the potential that we have. And I know we are at time now. And again, I want to be very cognizant of everyone's time. So I'm going to pass it over to Tamara to wrap us up today. But it's been phenomenal connecting and chatting with all of you. Oh, well, I just first want to say again, thank you everyone for making time on a Saturday morning to join this really rich conversation. There have been so many pearls dropped. I've learned a lot and I hope everyone else has as well. Um, and I'm going to challenge everyone. Remember, look at that number, think about where you are, where you want to be, and think about all this, you know, you know, this, this discussion we've had over the last few weeks and see, and you'll start to see what you can do. I would encourage you or challenge you to make a commitment to consistently investing in your growth in these values and these purposes and, and in your potential growth, uh, you're realizing your potential, excuse me, um, whether that's daily, weekly, make that investment, make a commitment to it. And that's where you're going to see the growth and you're going to start to see, um, you're going to self-reflect, you're going to practice reflections, you're going to see where you are and where you want to go. And on that note, I have a, uh, it's kind of like a little, it's a quote, but it's its more like a little story to just kind of close this whole thing out. It's by Ghulam Apollinaire. And it's uh, it says, come to the edge, he said. We can't, we are afraid they responded. Come to the edge, he said. We can't, we will fall, they responded. Come to the edge, he said. And so they came and he pushed them and they flew. And that's what we can do each day as we invest in ourselves as we will fly, if we face our fears and we go ahead and, and make that, that investment. So with that, I wanna let everybody know next week, we will not be meeting next week. We, um, we're gonna have a break, but we'll come back the following week, which will be the 28th, um, Saturday morning at 9.30 Pacific Standard Time. Go out and enjoy your weekend and have a great week. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks Thank for the you. great conversation. Can we ride enough food?